You're listening to episode number 303 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Also, get early and sometimes exclusive access to all things 360 Vegas with a $7 per month subscription to Patreon. That's patreon.com slash 360vegas. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? What a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. We are bonus contentin' it up. I don't know if that's a real word. I barely even put it together. You, you barely I, got it, it Yeah, it came, it came to me, and I'm like, go for it. And then I got stuck on it. I'm like, well, here we are. <laughs> Listen, I'll tell you what, (laughs) I love the conversations that we have both during the podcast, but then the, you know, the little before and the little after that we'll do just chatting about life and things that are going on and whatnot is, 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 is fantastic. It really is. It's, and it's cool that we're recording it then to share as, as bonus content. I agree. So those who, who aren't subscribers to Patreon, one of the things that we learned, and I think we've always known, but it just didn't click how we could do it right and that's at Vegas vacations. Some of the some of my favorite moments are always these moments where you're you're sitting with a group of people and you're bullshitting about mundane shit, you know, or you're playing video poker and it's dead silent, and then you get into a really deep philosophical discussion and then dead silent, and you go right back to playing video poker until the next interesting idea comes up. And when that really occurred to us this trip, and we're like, wait a minute. Why don't we just start recording this shit? You know, I mean, it could be this simple. We we go to a place where we know conversations like that happen. We hit record. If when we're done, we're like, we did. We talked about some interesting stuff. Boom, bonus content for Patreon people. If we think it's shit, we're like, God, we were just quiet. And, and we're like, we don't put any pressure on each other. Like, we don't come with like fucking. We're gonna no, talk about this stuff. Right. We're like. We're hitting record. If anything happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And if it doesn't, I'm like, well, I guess that's not going to be content. We're not going to put out uh, 40 minutes of us playing video poker. <laughs> Nobody's. <laughs> I might. I might do it. I might do it once as a joke. <laughs> Just 40 minutes of nothing. But nothing. Us, us hitting the button, like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Make ordering drinks and shit. Like, <laughs> that would be it. Oh wait, flag her down. Flag her down. <laughs> Hey, wait. That's it. 40 minutes of that. I need, I need my Bacardi and diet. And they're just waiting. Like, we've been building this rapport with the listener for all these years. And, and they're like, I know what they're doing. They're lulling us into a sense of security. And it's going to be a killer punchline at the end. And we end it. And they're like, fuck you guys. <laughs> 
They never trust us again. They never wait to listen to the very end of the show because they always know, like, you never know what these fucking guys mean. <laughs> we ruin it. We ruin it all with that. <laughs> that is awesome. That is awesome. Well, all right, then. Let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. The Hacienda Hotel and Casino was one of a chain of four properties, each featuring a distinctive horse and rider sign. The other three locations were in California. We got that from the Neon Museum. I don't quite understand. Tell me more what this means. So, you know the Hacienda sign that's got the guy with the horse rearing up? Uh Uh-huh. So they had other uh, other Haciendas. And they had a horse and rider, but it looked different. Each one of them looked different. Oh, that's that's cool. Yeah. That's that's very original. How clever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, good for them. I didn't do it, but. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know what? I'd like to go back to 70 years ago, those people, and tell them that was clever. Well done. <laughs> good well for done. you. Well done. Even First back then, they had, a, I... they had a theme. They went with it. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> First thing I do with my time machine. Let's go back and tell them. It's good work you're doing here, gentlemen. <laughs> 70 years from now, we're going to podcast about this with our computers over the internet. <laughs> with our what over the who? <laughs> oh, you couldn't have constructed that sentence any better. <laughs> All right. Talk to me about the twit pick of the week. It's so Vegas, it's kind of annoying while simultaneously being sexy as hell. If LED signage is eye-catching, what does one 30 stories tall do? It distracts is what it does. I'll be honest with you, driving. (laughs) At Palms hopes it draws people to the -the off-the-strip property that kicked off the nightclub revolution in the city only to eventually be outdone by their strip counterparts. Returning to the well is a risky proposition, but how else do you recommend they reclaim their place in the market? But when renovation costs exceed that of some newer projects, is there any chance that they can recoup their investment? Time will tell. I love that fucking screen, but it is mesmerizing. Like, yes. like mesmer- like, so one of the first things you have to learn when you first move to Vegas is you have to learn how to drive again because you can't help but look this is, this is more of an issue for some people than others let me just say that i disagree <laughs> <laughs> but that I, was when i said you, you sure you don't want me to drive let me drive let me drive mark I, i've just, had uh, yeah. i'll open the sunroof you can i've had to learn how to drive again <laughs> and not be distracted by the things that are designed and somehow we'll, we'll just say carnally tap right into my to my id and i had to retrain myself to just Look away. And that's the problem I'm having again with this. And I can't because it keeps moving. It keeps doing shit. (laughs) I can at least figure out the other patterns of the lights. Like, I got it. I got it. It's like, what's it going to tell me now? (laughs) Funny. But I do think the the most, when you see it the most is when you're right there at that corner of Las Vegas Boulevard and Flamingo where you're starting to to drive down that way. Watch the light. Watch the light. That that is true. Because it's so huge. It's gigantic. It's ridiculous. And it's crystal clear. Yes. Like you're watching TV at that. And that's why it gets so distracting. And they do it in such a scale that even that distance. Oh, yeah. It's clear. at Las Vegas Boulevard, and it's on the other side of the highway. It's you. It's not. And even for me that needs, you know, corrective lenses yeah. to, to see sometimes. 
perfectly clear. It's, it's impressive. Beautiful. Yeah. I mean, gigantic and over the top, which is Vegas. Yeah. But it's yeah, it's huge. Well done. I predict. And when? Oh, go ahead. You predict what? I predict one day someone will cover their entire fucking property in LED. <laughs> And then, but but what they'll do is they'll have to be subtle about it. Like they'll change the color of but the property. The difference was like that tower wasn't the one because it was the old Playboy tower that had the um, outdoor swimming pools, bathtubs, or whatever. I think hanging it still does, edge. but yeah. So I don't think that tower did because if it no okay that was the original tower. Okay, so you'd have to have a tower like that where because I mean that's another bonus feature like the old Playboy tower, whatever they call it now. I don't know. Yeah, I just remember it as that fantasy towers. Like is what it was last time. Okay, but it it that was another thing where you could sit out in your you know hot tub or whatever and overlook the strip and you could see everything there. You couldn't retrofit that to an LED, and I would bet that the people that are in the rooms behind the LED have zero view whatsoever. So I don't think anyone will ever oh, wrap fuck. That's an entire a building. Great, great point, Karen. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And that yeah. shatters any logic behind my idea until they come up with like hologram screens where you can see through it. So yeah. so it would be similar to the wraps that they have. Right. It'd be a shitty view, but you know, if you've got a fucking three D And image I don't know on the how outside. they do a wrap that can change a picture and all that kind of stuff like LED does. I mean I Karen, can, have you have you seen minority report? That's my understanding. Minority reports can happen. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Tony. You had a question before Mark uh, yes. went on his rant. Was this? How new is this? Was this there um, during Vegas Vacation Eight last month? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Huh. <laughs> you I apparently didn't so look either no. left or right when you were you know walking the, that part of the strip. If you get to that intersection, well, dude, it is so ground level. Hard I don't know see. that you would see it. You might see it when you were doing the overpasses on Flamingo. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah but you, you'd have to be looking that way. If you were looking anywhere or, else, if or, you're talking or to somebody, the light has to be enough that when they do major flashes, it catches your eye. Um, if it's right. during the day, it doesn't doesn't do it as well. No, yeah. but it yeah. So no, it it's up, um, huh. and maybe it is more okay. for the drivers or or people that are. Because if you think about it, it does face the back end of the casinos. It's to it's it faces the strip to draw people I know. from the strip. But the people on the strip, the only place not the only place, but it's all the backs of the casino. So unless they're in the room in the back of the casino looking that way, they're not going to see it. Hmm. Uh, yeah, we took an Uber from Bally's down to the Palms, and um, I don't recall, I don't remember seeing it. Really? But, yeah, I don't remember much of that night, so. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah, yeah that doesn't whole count. Oh, that's right, that was your first night in town. Yeah, no, that was a whole different story. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, uh, why don't we move, oh no, hang on, I gotta tell everybody that, as always, we will link to the photo on our blog, we'll feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, as well as the enhanced version of the show, which Patreon subscribers should be seeing right now. Now we can get into the news. All right, so tell me about Moonshot.com and Battleborn Pins. Okay. Two things that have changed my life uh, again, uh, or, or maybe not. It's it's enhanced. Everything it. changes it's, your it's life. It's evolved. It well because Karen Enhancing's experiences better. change your life. So. Enhancing is a better. Enhancing is a better word because these things don't Where's have an impact on your day to day. Well, I know. <laughs> theatricality, and they do but, impact but, me daily. It is so. But but the difference is when you say everything changes your life, then it minimizes the impact of things that really have. 
So this enhances your think, life. I don't think that I'm downplaying this. My wardrobe has literally, yeah. and not in the, not in the, oh, like literally, but not really. Like, no, no, no. Literally changed my entire wardrobe. Yeah. Remember how I, I used to have a ton of Batman shirts and and the comic uh, Assassin's Creed, yeah, you those through, kind of you things. You go through themes in your t-shirts. They've uh, they've they've all been replaced with with vintage Vegas shirts, yeah. and that's what you can find at Moonshot.com. They have an entire section that's just vintage Vegas shirts. I fell in love with them so much that I'm not. So I reached out to them obviously to be a partner because I'm like I fucking love what you guys are doing and so I want other people to know. Now they're on the they're on the website. They're on the website. And if you go to the website, you can get a discount. Right, fifty. Okay. Well, I don't understand why you're trying to rush me through talking about Moonshot. Do you have a problem with Moonshot? Well, no, I'm trying to get to the point of why it's beneficial for everybody else. Moonshot.com. I want to make sure that they know about it. Okay. So right, there sorry. is a link on, on on the blog, and on top of that, like we're talking fucking flamingo. You're gonna get to see uh, uh, hacienda, the sands, multiple mints. It's I fucking love them. They're amazing. I'm even getting comments about them around here. So you know that this is some legit shit. If in Vegas they don't have them, but Vegas people are like, where'd you get that? Literally getting my blood drawn the other day, and I was like, it, somebody said something like, I love that shirt. I'm like, it's Moonshot.com. <laughs> <laughs> but the trick about that is. The first two O's in Moonshot are actually zeros. So if you have trouble remembering that, go to the blog 360VegasPodcast.com. We have a link that'll take you right to the Vintage Vegas section. And if you use the promo code 360Vegas, you will get 15% off. I've got the website pulled up right here. And yes, if you go to moonshot.com, you're going to get a motivational speaker. So <laughs> do remember that it's M00N for moonshot. Um, but wow, what really stinking cool t-shirts. Yeah. I, mean, I, I mean, the Sands for me is probably my most favorite just because of its, um, you know, history with, with the Rat Pack. But as I'm looking through these, I'm like, oh, I'm going to spend a shit ton of money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn, there's even a Legends yeah. T-shirt. It's got Sinatra and and uh, Wayne Newton on there. Oh, that is. Oh, that's cool. It that's just, cool. It's it. amazing. Like use the we, promo like, code, Tony. Yeah, know, we, right? we don't have a whole lot of like. When we get partnerships and promotions, it isn't because we're trying to make money. It's because we're like, that's fucking cool, and I want everyone to know about you. That's how cool I think your thing is. And not only is Moonshot like that, Battleborn Pins is another one. So this is fucking. Like, literally, the second I saw it, I'm like, well, let me look up on Amazon to find out a display case, because this has now uh, been added to my... I mean, you've seen the art that I have in the studio area. You've seen I collect the cards, the dice, the chips. The second I saw these pins, I'm like, oh, I'm collecting those now. So the the best way, I think, to explain Battleborn pins, number number one, we learned that Battleborn is a Las Vegas phrase. Because the state became a state during the war. During the Civil War. So it was Battleborn. Right. Um, and then, secondly, these pins are like, you know how people are fanatics about collecting Disney pins? Right. Yep. These are those kind of pins. They're the exact same thing, yeah. acrylic pins, and they're coming out with new ones all the time. Like the atomic bomb fucking girl. Are they acrylic or metal? I think they were metal. They, they are metal. I don't, oh. what, uh, so whatever it is that they call those, it's those. <laughs> I looked it up to make sure. I'm like, they're the same as the Disney pin. And, and we have to oh thank um, at Las Vegas Gal because yes. she... Got us our first two, which then set off you, set you off on your obsession. Yeah, I I, I bought them all before I reached out to them yeah. to talk about getting a partnership. So you you can get pins, you can get an old mint sign, an old stardust sign, the old dunes fucking turret sign. You can get a uh, Vegas Vic uh, with his Vegas arm Vic, moves. yeah, that actually moves. His arm moves. And Vegas Vicky. 
No, no, no. Kicks? Vegas Vicky's not there okay. yet. No, oh, no, no, no. I thought she was. No, they're, oh. and that's what I mean. They're still working on them. Okay. They just came out with the Atomic Bomb Girl like a couple weeks ago. Okay. So we will let you know when they come out with new ones. Battleborn Pins, It that isn't their website either because somebody else snatched that up. It's it's like BB dot whatever. I don't, I don't even know what it is. Here's the easiest way to do it. Once again... 360BiggestPodcast.com. It's right off to the left. You can't miss it because yeah. it's just a bunch of pins flashing at you. Click on that. Boom. You get to see all the Vegas stuff that they've got. It's, I love it. And a discount on those two? Discount on that. If you use the promo code 360, you'll get 20% off of these pins. Nice. So oh, it, it's, three, it's 360 Vegas for the T-shirts at Moonshot, right? Yes. And then it's just 360 at Battleborn. And the greatest them. thing about that, you don't have to remember any of it. Go to 360VegasPodcast.com. You'll see the links. It will tell you the promo code and the percentage off you're getting right there. Nice. Oh, this is outstanding. <laughs> there's a vintage flamingo sign where it's got the old um, yes. uh, plume. And there's yep. dang, like hanging from it is a, is a little flamingo on a chain. Yep. Uh, oh God. <laughs> just take my money. <laughs> <laughs> I told him, I'm like, I just I just want everyone to know you exist. I love you guys so much. I just want people to know you exist. Well, what can we do for you? More of that. Make more Make of more. them. Make more of them. <laughs> That's awesome. All right. Well, very cool. Now I'm, now I'm going to be distracted for the rest of the podcast. Right. <laughs> totally fair. Totally fair. Moonshot.com. Battleborn Pins. 360VegasPodcast.com. Right. You guys are going to love it. All right. So, Interesting. Encore Boston is for sale. Apparently, even Wynn thinks the helicopter mom regulations laid down on them by the Massachusetts Gaming Commission is excessive, as it's being reported that the company is entertaining offers to sell it. As usual, MGM is one of the names mentioned that could be interested in purchasing it. However, analysts think that a transaction is unlikely as MGM doesn't want to over-leverage themselves as Caesars did which put them in this iconic plunder. That's super clever for people who don't see the notes. He spelled iconic, I-C-A-H-N-I-C. You know, it's as an icon, Carl Icon. You know what's funny is that that I sometimes think people would get a kick out if I just published the note. Maybe I'll do that as another bonus thing for the Patreon listeners because there are little jokes that I hide from you guys because I know that you're going to like them. And then there's things like that. Like, nobody's going to see that. But I made the effort to do it well, because it amused me. And the funny thing was, <laughs> when I read it, I immediately got it. Because I did look at the notes. I'm like, oh, iconic plunder. That's funny. Because it really is. <laughs> but I didn't think that anyone else listening to it wouldn't put it with icon. Right. I just assumed it. Well, well, yeah, it's iconic as in Carl Icon. Not iconic as in this, you know, it's a, a downfall. It's going to be remembered. Right. So... <laughs> Additionally, MGM already has a casino in Massachusetts, and state regulations prohibit a company from owning more than one casino in the state. That's crazy. First of all, that's crazy that they don't allow more than one casino operator. You know, let me rephrase. More than one casino ownership. Who cares? What what do you care? I I wonder if you can help me understand why. So similar. uh, So we're going to talk about stereotypes. So if that offends you, whatever. So. The South is typically known for making certain decisions, and we at least understand the origins of that. What I don't understand 
is why are states like and New York is not even anywhere like I would say Just that leave New York out of the whole I would say that they're I would say they're the better of all of all of these but uh, no. Massachusetts and like New Jersey the way they handle gaming seems like archaic like like we did this really bad once before, and we've got to really just fucking hammer down on people. Well, New Jersey, I could see having that stance, but Massachusetts? That's what I mean. I don't understand it, but I feel like like these states in this area, like like the early states, like the 13 original colonies, for some reason, get fucking stuck on shit like this. Is there any information that supports why something like that would happen, or is this just a perception that I may or may not have invented? Well, I, I I agree with your point that it does seem like there's still quite an overcorrection from the mob era days, mm -hmm. but we're so far removed from it now. Right, it's kind of silly. Correct, correct, and I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm not thinking um, more globally insofar as you get one or you know a one person that comes in uh, take a Derek Stevens for argument's sake one person comes in he's completely mobbed up he's the one that's got the money to do it. not not Derek Stevens just to be 100% clear I'm saying right. a proverbial <laughs> one-off individual not one of these you know giant corporations coming in I mean under that circumstance maybe you'd have to worry about it but so many of these casinos these days are are owned and operated by these giant corporations that it's just it's not even an issue anymore right but, uh, you know, I, I, that that particular uh, prohibition seems just wildly um, unnecessary. And then what you're hoping for is you're hoping that you can lure in a bunch of different corporations as opposed to having a great relationship with one or two, like a Caesars and an MGM, who right. say, I'm doing well in Springfield. Sure, I'll go and pick up the Encore Boston and maybe place another one in, you know, I, I don't know the geography of, of right. Massachusetts, but you get my point. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, yeah, that, uh, this seems, um, that seems unnecessary as for the, uh, as for the regulations that, the that they've had to jump through. I mean, the taxes that they're paying all of, Oh the, my God, you know, that's yeah. crazy. <laughs> it is. It's, it's, I'm surprised that the wind corporation didn't pull the plug, you know, in, in its early stages, they must've done some sort of demographic, you know, market review to say this is absolutely worth all of the hoops that we've got to jump through. Right. Even and including when the whole Steve Wynn thing was going down. Right, right. You fight so hard. You're like, God damn, are you guys just printing money? Mm -hmm. So, so a, a thought on the um, original 13 colonies doing all of this. Yeah. One of the things you have to remember is their geographic size compared to and I'll use Nevada, although it's probably a bad example, okay. but a bigger state. So let's say Texas. Okay. You could have multiple casinos in the state of Texas that aren't um, creating a monopoly because their distance is so far away yeah. from each other. So in the state of Massachusetts, if you had more than one property, so let's say you did, and again, the state is so small. And I, I don't know the geography either, Tony, but I'm assuming Springfield and Boston are kind of in different areas. And I know we're going to hear from folks in Massachusetts about this, but that's <laughs> right. fine. Educate us. But if they're they're within driving distance. Mm -hmm. So sure. are you edging out other people in the industry and creating a monopoly by allowing a casino operator to have more than one location 
in the state because the state's not that big. Yeah. And if you if you yeah. have if you're linking um, the the rewards programs and you have um, shoot, different offerings. So you know, let's say it's more high end in in Boston and it's a more friendly locals kind of vibe in in Springfield. Does that cover the market to where? You know they're concerned about it creating a monopoly. That's that's my only difference. in versus out west, these states are so big. I mean, somebody sure. in Reno is not going to drive down just to go to a casino in Las Vegas. That's not going to happen. No, that's fair. And in one thing that I did not take into account, Karen, that you make a, a very astute observation of is you're right. How easy it is to drive through six states, yeah. maybe you know, in two hours, whereas. Yeah. You know, I, I, you can appreciate this having grown up in Michigan, uh-huh. driving just to, to Mackinac. Uh, uh, Mackinac City from Lansing is is a three hour drive. And I'm I'm right in the smack dab middle of the state. Yeah. So you never really appreciate how big some of these states like, say, Nevada, like Texas, like Michigan are until you have to drive them. Um, you know, maybe if you're starting in, um, you know, somewhere like uh uh, Savoy County or Windsor County of, of Massachusetts and you're driving all the way to the opposite end of the state to say somewhere like uh, Harwick County. Yeah, look at me. He's, yeah. he's online. <laughs> I know, right? You're not fooling anybody. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, maybe that's a different story. But at any rate, in, I don't know. I don't know. You know, the, for a, there's a small part of me that wonders if there's any sort of puritanical situation, you know, underlying that. Mm. But I, no offense to the the good people out east. It, it's not exactly a puritanical um, no, well, but political I think philosophy anymore. Mark and I were talking about this just about Nevada, kind of the way that it's laid out and compared to other places that we've lived, or at least Las Vegas, compared to other places that we've lived that are, I, I mean, honestly, older cities. They were states, you know, before they were uh, cities before. I feel like further west that you go, there's more of an opportunity to learn about how to set up a city structure right. and what to regulate and what not to. And it feels like to me, part of the Northeast is kind of what Mark said is they, they, they messed up before and now they're like, Oh no, no, we got to control this. We only have this much territory, this much space. We have a shitload of people living in it. Right. We really have to control this. I think it's a different mentality state of how the governments are set up. Yeah. And it also, it also feels like, like, um, they learned from the people from the like 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 Nevada is like city version 4.0 or well, something like that. It's also that. people like, that didn't want to live out east with their rules that moved right. out here and said, "I'll go to the middle of a fucking desert and set up a city." <laughs> yeah, Will you leave me alone that. if I go out here? Yeah. Fine. <laughs> Let me do what the fuck I want to. Come on. <laughs> All right. Next up, Vegas fees are having an impact. Despite the RJ's idiotic claim that there is no proof that resort fees are to blame for the decrease in annual visitation, we found further confirmation that what we said is happening is happening. The irony is the RJ continues to publish articles that refute any misguided claim that resort fees and the like are hurting tourism. In a recent story per TripAdvisor survey, Las Vegas is the second most popular tourist destination for 2019 summer vacations. This is after being the most popular destination for years. In fact, Vegas hasn't been number one since 2016. That year, they set a new record for attendance as well as introduced parking fees on top of resort fees and CNF fees. Ever since then, attendance has gone down every year. In 2017, 
Visitation fell off by half a million, bringing the city in at fourth on the list of the most popular tourist destinations in America. 2018 saw the city move up to the three spot on that list, while visitation fell an additional 100,000. And recent surveys have also returned negative customer feedback, not only for resort fees, but identifying that parking fees have significantly impacted the number of locals and California visitation to the Strip. So the only question left is, how much more proof does casino leadership want? Listen, I'll, I'll jump in real quick and say that this this is interesting that Vegas was number one was number one in in 2016, which goes to show that now that we're clearly past the recession mm-hmm. and we're clearly back more in the trough than we are the valley side of of a of a recession. That's interesting that people are taking their their disposable income and they're going elsewhere. Yeah to to vacation and i think that that is unfortunate and i i agree that it's this nickel and diming and that doesn't surprise me at all when it says that it's really impacting the number of locals and uh, california visitors to the strip because to me that seemed like the biggest fu to the california and to a lesser extent locals but my understanding is locals don't frequent the strip quite to the extent that say california visitors do that seems like just a giant kick to the teeth of people from California that are right there. I mean, they're, in, they're four hours from LA. It's just, it's an easy long weekend trip to take, right? It's so easy to get there and you're going to charge me to drive in and, and, and want to stay at your property that it just, that it, to me, that just boggled the mind. And, and I, I'm really surprised that this is, has taken this long, i.e. three years for it to finally uh, catch up numbers wise yeah yeah or at least numbers wise enough that they're clearly starting to pay attention to it because you made mention of 2017 visitation fell 2018 visitation fell again right so come 2019 i see why they're starting to turn this these policies around yep yep we'll continue to see if anybody else says anything stupid there's a lot of talk about mgm is preparing to roll it back uh, the parking and that's actually a myth tony that locals there uh, like a recent study talked about locals used to go down to the strip all the time like once a week like it was a special thing that you would do similar to what karen and i do like on oh yeah we're gonna run down the strip you know or like somebody's in town doing something like that and they have all said like oh no it, it deters me because now i'm like well wait a minute where are we gonna park you know, sure. where it used to just be, we would go, like, I'll be dead honest with you. I go to the strip more than I go to downtown, not because I want to go to the strip more, but because I have to pay for parking if I go downtown. Right. I got, oh, cre- I, I have, I have status at MGM and, uh, and Caesar, so I get to park for free there. I got nowhere sure. to park for free if I go down uh, to Fremont. So the only time we'll go is when we have several things to do. Whereas to be honest with you. Well, and even if, then we use the discounted parking either at the Mob Museum right. or we've learned the trick that if you buy a pizza at Pizza Rock, they will validate parking at Downtown Grand. Yeah. So we work huh. that into our day. Yeah, but but yeah, it's it's a whole thing. So instead of like if you just have this quick inspiration like, "Oh, I want to go down to you know, here." Well, we won't ever do that downtown. We'll only do that for the strip. Like if we're going downtown, we're like, "Okay, so we're going to go downtown and then what we'll do is we'll check this out and then we'll grab dinner here and then we'll do this." Like it has to be multiple things. Otherwise, we're like, "If we're going to pay for parking, I don't I don't want it to be a wasted trip." Right. Yeah, I respect that. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about Link's virtual reality. Featured adjacent to the new strip-facing bar rematch at Link, multiple VR stations are now available. 
Experiences include $5 holographic games like Tic-Tac-Toe, Rock, Paper, Scissors, and other similar games. That being said, a $5 price point is not listed on the posted price sheet that we saw. Available adventures posted include Outer Space as a pro boxer and more starting at $25 for 15 minutes. Both Rematch Bar and the VR experience are a concerted effort to use Link as a testing ground for new technology. Life-size holographic dancers are said to be coming soon as well as an eSports arena. And by the way, they put a picture out of the eSports arena. It is more like an eSports hallway closet. It is terrifying. It looks like, remember, remember when Downtown Grand did it? They're like, oh, we have an eSports thing. I'm like, what the fuck is that closet Actually, that don't. you just put over there? That's what I this looks it. like. No, like, no, 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 this, not like this. Not like this. Not like this, Link. <laughs> have you guys been there yet? Have you had a chance to check it out? I Karen can't do VR, and I haven't yeah. tried it yet, but it's definitely on my list. I mean, I thought it was going to be something like like the 3D holographic dealers. I'm like, that's what I thought we were going to do. I'm like, fucking sign me up. And they're like, oh, no, it's a VR. It's like, <sighs> Well, and I don't help me to understand who's going to pay $5 to play holographic tic-tac-toe <laughs> well so that's what i wanted i wanted to clarify on that too I like because you you said it's it's a five dollar holographic games but the five dollar price point was not listed on the price yes, sheet it's advertised on the website to have that but when i was there in person i looked at the price sheet i took a picture i shared on twitter that experience didn't exist so how they much how much do they typically charge uh let's see it starts 25 dollars for 15 minutes what it's fucking vr Okay, Listen. so for me, again, not an appeal because I'll be throwing up in 10 seconds. See, I think that's, <laughs> True. that's, that's fair. Listen, I, I'm going to offer to any of the Vegas vacationers that are coming out in, in September for Vegas Vacation 9, I will only charge you $2 to play tic-tac-toe and rock, paper, scissors. All right, <laughs> and you're going to get a real human live being, not, not just a holographic visual. It'll be me, and I will play and, and all one on one with a celebrity. One on one with a celebrity. See, right. for two dollars, two dollars, <laughs> the steal. Yeah, oh I don't. God, that's awesome. I don't you really just get stand the... right next to the machine with a two, with a sign that says "Real Human Celebrity." <laughs> <laughs> that guy, that guy, that's like you know, give me ten bucks, you can kick me in the nuts. I'm like that'll be his his side job. That'll be his side job. <laughs> $2, rock, paper, scissors. He'll be like one of those people who are doing the, the card and the shell game and shit like that. Like he's running around like, $2, $2, rock, paper, scissors, come on. And he'll, he'll get so big that he'll have a lookout guy. He'll farm out. He'll right. Have, he'll have like three of us standing there all, all playing the, you know, tic-tac-toe, yeah, rock, paper, scissors, radio and, lookout. and a lookout. Be like, the, the cops are coming, run. It, it amuses me, unlike any other, when I see people play that fucking shell game or the cards. Oh, like going bad this like, trip. Do you not realize like so so we all understand when you go and you play casino that the house has an edge but it's a it's a fair mathematical edge like this as equally factual is a scam intended to fucking cheat you you're an idiot if you even a slot machine has has a mathematical chance that you can win you have no chance no chance and they were i mean go ahead oh i was just gonna say you know at least the the for better, for worse, if you tip somebody on on Fremont Street because they're in one of their little circles, you're in theory giving them money for them providing you some sort of entertainment, entertainment value right. that you wanted to give them a couple bucks for. This is you, and, and, and let's be honest, and this is why I'm, I'm, I'm kind of okay with it, guys, and hear me out on this. This is 100% 
pure ego for the person that walks up to that table and puts their money down. <laughs> They're willing to put money where their ego is to say, I know that this is a, a Monty game. I know that you're going to, your, your intention is to swindle me out of my money. I, my ego says that I can catch you. And, and in that regard, that's what you're paying for. So that's their level of entertainment. But that's that's nuts to me that people... See, but that to me is the equivalent of the whole Austin Powers exchange when he has 20 and he's like, hit me. I yeah. also like to live dangerously. <laughs> like, when you're a fucking moron. <laughs> so, so two things. One, these like shell game dealers were way more prolific oh my god like Vegas vacation wh- this year than wh- I've seen whoever it was they talked to the one dollar bottle people uh, bottle yeah. water people they talked to the sunglasses people and they're like how did you what what went wrong okay we're gonna fix it because so, they had a fucking network going they did and the like the one time they were out in front of venetian under the uh not venetian sorry bellagio uh, kind of under the walkways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So once you pass the fountains and you either have to go in to go up the escalators and do it. But they were right out there in front. Mm-hmm. Plenty of room for people to walk around and wasn't a big deal. Like that, I'm like, okay, they had their lookout. They disappeared right, quickly. Yeah. The other time we saw them By was Bally's. on the bridge between Bally's, Bally's and, yep. and Cromwell. We got stuck. Holy shit, you couldn't fucking Because the escalators were out, it. so you well, have no, that bottleneck, well, and then you have it them. It wasn't even that. They were right by the elevators. They weren't yeah. even in the middle of the bridge. They were right down at the end. Yeah, yeah, they were. So you had the escalators right. that one wasn't working. You had the elevators there, and the guy, as soon as the guy in the rascal was waiting for the, the elevator, yeah. forget it. Yeah, it you couldn't move. You jam. could not get off the fucking bridge, which pissed me off. Yeah. Rant done. Okay. Second thing <laughs> in question. Good one. Good rant. Um, if it's $25 for 15 minutes, does that include your bet? So well, are, bet, I'm assuming, bet of what? There is no gambling here. This is a VR game. You're so playing you're not it. betting on whether or not you're going to win tic-tac-toe, rock, paper, scissors, no. any of that kind of stuff. You're just going up and playing a game. Karen, it's it's virtual reality. It's not even... Karen, it's, it's, not, our, it's not our reality. It's a virtual one. I like ours better because <laughs> the virtual one makes me sick. Okay. Dude, we can play Tic Tac right here, but yeah, but not virtually. <laughs> oh, no. What, what's even better? Hold on. Hold on. Mark, you pay your $25. Tony, you pay your $25, and we'll connect the two of you, and you can play T- right paper, on. scissors <laughs> exactly. virtually. It won't look like either one of you, but trust us, it's exactly. you. Go ahead, play the game. See what happens. God. All right. Next up there are some stadium parking woes continuing. Las Vegas Stadium recently purchased enough land to double their current parking lot, bringing the available spaces up to 14,650, 1,600 short of what the county requires for a venue of the stadium size. The project will look to utilize neighboring businesses as satellite parking to reach the required number, It's unclear why the fuck they won't just build an underground parking garage on any of the land they've acquired to satisfy all the parking requirements. Current projections state they expect 25,000 fans to walk from the strip to the stadium on game day. That's not really. We've seen that everywhere. That's that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty the, right. The, the yeah. folks walking from the strip is kind of a duh yep. thing to me. And I think they've done a decent job of the walking under the bridge thing. They've done a pretty good job building. They're that still out. working on it. To, yeah. We'll see. It's on its way. But the thing, and I'm I'm with you on building a garage, but it doesn't even need to be underground. Build a fucking parking garage. Build a cool ass Think one, about yeah. well, no, but think about what, what they had in Memphis. So you had the FedEx Forum where the Grizzlies play, and right next to it, you had a parking garage, mm. and that was where the majority of people parked. 
It was a pain in the ass to get in and out of, yes. But if you're, you, you, you have to have a minimum amount of parking. You're already shipping people in from up to five miles away yeah. to go see the games, which is asinine. Nobody is going to use those fucking parking lots. Right. Build a parking garage and put, at least put all the people there. Yeah. I would rather pay for a parking garage right there by the stadium. Oh, yeah, I'd easily pay like $25, $35 to then, park. Yeah, absolutely. Then for a remote lot that's yeah. five miles away that absolutely. I have to wait for a shuttle for. Totally agree with you. Oh, 100%. So I would I would patiently wait in traffic for that so yeah. I could organize it. You know, because that's one of the great things about all these newer stadiums and stuff is that they think about that shit. Traffic tends to flow a little bit better. They didn't think about this with the stadium. They saw... I don't think they thought it was going to happen, and they're like, oh, shit, it happened. They, they, they saw a spot that was in walking distance of the strip, and they said, build it here. Right, exactly. Look how pretty it'll be. Well, wait a minute. How are we going to get them there? Oh, yeah. Don't worry about it. Remember, right. remember the whole tailgating thing that people like to do? Mm. And, I, and I understand that you need some of that land for that. I understand that's, that's going to be a thing that just happens. It's, it's a part of it. But I still think, especially if you just bought all this land, hey, here's an idea. Build a fucking park garage on it. Right. Save the other shit that you got for the tailgater guys. Build a fucking park garage. Right. Build a tall ass one. Build one into the ground. I don't fucking care. And then the spots that you have for tailgaters, you can sell those for a shitload more. Sure. Tailgaters pay are for like it. the yeah, they're like Absolutely. the obsessive people. Fuck. They're the people who buy table service. Right. They're like fuck yeah, I'm tailgating. Go for it, buddy. That's their table service. Hell they yeah. A huge ass spot that they can set up and get their grill out and all their lawn chairs. Absolutely. And everything else in their RV and. Be ready to 100%. Go. I've heard somebody say that um, even though MGM has complained about it, that cynically they've said that it's all about like kickbacks, like they want kickbacks for it. And they, that could be, I haven't seen, like, I didn't start ripping on the RJ until I saw it with my own eyes bullshit. You right. know, I still haven't seen a lot of this backdoor politicking that isn't made transparent in some way or another. And I don't know. I and I maybe I'm maybe I'm just looking at rose-colored glasses or through. Well, MGM has a, a lot to gain and a lot to lose based on where the stadium is located. Yeah. So they've got all the properties there in the south end of the strip. They, you know, it's going to drive traffic to them. So they've got a lot to gain by that. Mm -hmm. But what they have to lose by that is people saying, "Well, screw paying for parking at whatever lots. I'm going to park at an MGM property." Or if they have status, which is not yeah. honestly in some ways it's not that hard to get in it's other true. ways it's a little more difficult you just gotta but, yeah you gotta know what you're doing you know so i have status so i'm just gonna park there for free mm -hmm. and walk across and in that way mgm will lose because these people are never stepping into their casinos or their restaurants or anything like that yeah. so they've got i think both sides of this they they've got a windfall and i think they're complaining more about the potential loss because you don't want ever want to say, oh, no, this is going to be good for us. Oh, but wait, this hurts. No, no, no. What hurts is much much worse than, you know, what could potentially land a shitload of green in our pocket. So <laughs> it just, yeah. All right. More sports ball. MLS you in Vegas. Tony already checked out of the last it's, one. Now you put two back There's to interesting that. stuff going on here. It's <laughs> being reported that Bill Foley, owner of the Las Vegas Gold, or the, I'm sorry, the Vegas Golden Knights NHL hockey team, is looking to bring a major league soccer team to the stadium. If it happens, plans are to have them play in Las Vegas Raiders Stadium. Alternatively, the city is exploring a plan to build a new soccer stadium for an MLS team on the site of Cashman Field, recently vacated by the city's minor league baseball team in favor of the stadium they built right around the corner from us. It's being reported that multiple parties are pursuing ownership in a Major League Soccer sports franchise for Las Vegas. 
The league is currently evaluating expansion to several markets, including Sacramento, California, St. Louis, Missouri, Charlotte, North Carolina, Detroit, Michigan, and Phoenix, Arizona. Are you concerned? So, right, so the one thing I, I'm, I like is that I felt bad for Cashman Field when it moved on. I understood why. But when when the, the new bar ballpark is it's really, it's really nice. cool, it's really nice. Yeah. But I felt I felt bad for it. I don't I don't like any time um, a place you know that had business loses it. So I, I that idea got me excited. I, my concern, and I know Major League Soccer isn't. I mean, it's 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 a pro sport. I mean, it's here to stay. I mean, at this point, but I mean, you know, it's not like the WNBA or anything. But it's. Uh, <laughs> It's not something we'll laugh about in 20 years. <laughs> but it's... Uh, <laughs> Mark cracked himself up with that. Right. <laughs> Why hear Tony? <laughs> um, so, even, even Tony got that joke. So here's my, here's my concern, uh, it's sincerely, is rapid expansion in a market. Sports franchises, rapid expansion... Are you any concerns? Because we've been you've been hearing about baseball, Major League Baseball starting to come here. So let's just say, let's say, and and an NBA team. So let's say in the next ten years, we have all of the major sports. Which can the city support that? I think it can. Yeah. Because Vegas is a city that people love love to come and visit, and I think there's a huge draw for um, the visiting teams mm-hmm. fans mm-hmm. to come in. So as long as they don't do what some cities do, like some cities will say, no, we have 95% of our tickets are held, held for our fans. Vegas, Vegas does that for the Golden Knights. Well, the Golden Knights. That's different. That's their first foray into it. it and honestly, a lot of... A lot of the franchises that have, are doing it for well, the playoffs. But no, a lot of people that have, have bought those. So even if it's like season ticket holders and they sell 95% to season ticket holders, right, those people are now reselling them. Right, yeah, and people will pay to come to see it. I think Vegas is different because I think people will pay, you know, resale ticket prices to come see their team in Vegas because it's in Vegas. Maybe, you know, but we talked about that before. If there would have been teams coming here, like even, well, even with the Raiders, because I'm sorry, I can't root for the Raiders. I, there are certain teams that I, w- I will go to a Raiders game to root for the visiting team. And I think that's true with a lot of sports. The, the visitors will come to Vegas to root for the opposing team. Yeah, so. I 100% agree with you. I just okay. wanted to get your point of view. <laughs> I, I, I don't think you can build the teams fast enough because if locals don't like it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> the visitors will fill the stadium. Right. But with this whole plan, I like the thought of leveraging Raider Stadium for a major league soccer team versus adding another stadium in a different area to support major league soccer. It's arguable that the area that Cashman is in demographically would be very supportive of a but, team in that area, so, a soccer team specifically. Hmm. So here's what I know. It's very because Latino. Cashman was where... It's very Latino. It's very, not only, it's very Hispanic-y. No, no. <laughs> We know they're stereotypes, honey. We know they're there for a reason. Please don't just call them out. But so here's the thing. The, the Las Vegas Lights, the, the minor league yeah, yeah, soccer yeah. team, currently play at Cashman. Yeah. They have a hard time filling all the seats for Cashman, for, for the lights. But there's no Cashman. way you're going to. This is America. There's no way you're, you're fucking filling up a fucking giant 80,000-seat stadium. It's going to look dead empty all the time. You got to build like a but minor it, league soccer stadium. But they won't. It, 
they're not talking about a minor league soccer stadium. They're talking about a major league okay, soccer okay. stadium. Karen, 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 a major league soccer stadium is kind of like a minor league baseball stadium. <laughs> Except way bigger. The field all right, is all right. huge. Well, yeah, the field. Look at all this land. What are we going to do with it? Throw some grass on it. Idiots will run around. But if you just put two long? goals in the end and get people to stand in them, it's so weird. It just draws people. Just all you got to do is roll the ball out there. People will run to it. But you're not hearing me saying. If you could fit the same amount of people in a stadium you've already built and, like, multi-purpose it, why not do that instead of building a whole new stadium? It's going to cost a shitload of money. They're probably going to ask the taxpayers to do it, and they're not going to even be able to fill that. One, they don't ask the taxpayers to do shit. They always ask the visitors, uh, the the, uh, the tourists, to pay for everything. There's a there was and, a shitload of public money ching, going ching, into ching, the Raiders ching, stadium. Ching, ching, ching. Save the Cashman, save the Cashman oh, no, they'll, Tower. They'll they'll no. I, I appreciate <laughs> the the reference. Back to the Future I, reference. I zone back in for that one. <laughs> <laughs> but they'll they'll knock it down and build a brand new one. Yeah. So I just. Yeah, there's a lot of new stuff coming in, and I don't think if ba- yeah. I'm more upset about if, if Major League Baseball comes here, the fact they just built this beautiful minor league stadium. You don't need yeah. what that'll do for baseball. the team. Yeah, I agree. No, yeah, that'll it, suck. It'll, it'll be done. That would suck. <laughs> well, except I'm going to look at your tweet here that you just put out. Yeah. Hold on a second. What see, see how distracted this kid. Tony, see, we we lose track of Tony. Tony does something, then distracts Taryn, who's on. <laughs> <laughs> you see how the dominoes fall? I w- actually wasn't expecting that. I was expecting, uh, yeah. Anyway, Bookings.com <laughs> is starting to fight back. Vegas casinos claim that the reason they have resort fees is because of online reseller practices. That long-standing response comes into question now as Booking.com has said they intend to start charging commissions on resort fees, a practice some say may signal the beginning of the end for one of the most deceitful business practices in recorded history post the rise of unions. <laughs> Hotels earned $2.93 billion on resort fees alone in 2018. We're not being subtle here at all, are we, on those little... The unions thing. Yeah. You know what? I swear we have an we have a uh, article coming up where I'm like, actually, unions are pretty good in this case. <laughs> when they do what they were supposed to do, yeah. I agree. Right. I, yeah, I just think uh, like like a lot of things. So wait, so Vegas casinos were claiming. So I always thought that Vegas casinos were um, putting in resort fees as a way to lower the advertised prices on the booking sites mm-hmm. so that people would take them. Right. Not because the booking sites were charging commissions no, 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 on no, no. higher it's, prices. It's, it's because um, if they had resort fees, they could divert the cost uh, so that, because um, they were somehow allowing, I, to be honest with you, I don't fully get it because I thought it was bullshit from day one. I'm like, wait a minute, how, why would they have it? Like, we had to fight to get you to just admit that you had them. You know, you were just telling people when they showed up. And now they at least hide it in the fucking fine print somewhere. But ultimately, you're still... Interesting, because I thought it was a way for them to avoid a certain tax bracket. That they were doing resort well, fees as a way to offset direct, some know, direct see costs. If, see if Tony knows. My understanding is... I think you're both right. My understanding was, if you could list your hotel room as a at a lower price, right. you would show up first on the orbits and hotels.com and travelocity websites when you have a you know when you have your filter selected as 
least expensive to most expensive. Okay. So all of a sudden, when your Flamingo hotel room is listed at $24, not at $45, you would show up earlier in that in that results page. So when budget conscious folk were, were scrolling through and they saw, oh, hey, Flamingo for $24, they stopped there, they select it, and they picked the hotel room because it was it, it appeared cheaper. But the resort but fees the, never showed up on the booking sites or it was in the fine print. Yeah, it's it wasn't, fine print. Okay. That so it wasn't in the room price. No, you didn't get that charged until you show up. Correct. Because again, the hotel, and that's why they would list all of those things of what you were getting through your resort fee, like the free parking and the free bottle of water and the newspaper. Free local and calls. Access. Free local. Exactly. You know, all of that shit would show up in the resources. And that's how, you know, you were paying for those things through the resort fee. But nope, your, your booking.com website of $24 is legit for that room. So you're both right in, in, in the reasoning that they, they did what they did. It changes the, the the prospect and I, my understanding Karen is I think it's also the the resort fees may have had a different tax implication than the yeah, hotel so. room it right. itself did um, but blah 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 so but, I, I love it I, and that's that's awesome that bookings.com is the first one to do this I, I certainly hope that the rest of these online folk will fall in line and do the agreed. same thing well, but this goes back to I didn't realize that the booking sites were charging commissions only on the room fees that's a no, whole nother thing. No, they're not. They're, that's what they're going to do to try and discourage them. Because remember, before when they dropped the price, they didn't have to tell them. And then people bitched about it, and they're like, okay, legally we have to put it on there. So now booking sites go, wait a minute, you're charging another $25 for this? Well, I'm going to charge you a fucking commission for that then. Sweet. So, so you can either clear. pay for the commission for your listing or you can pay a commission for your listing and the resort fee okay, you're going to so charge. Okay, so they are, they are charging now. a commission. No, but now yeah. they're charging a commission for the price of the room. Yes, they've always done that. Yeah. Okay, so I guess that's what I didn't realize. So now the booking sites are like, hey, not only are we getting screwed, but we're getting bitched at because our people are booking for your room cost. Well, not yeah, realizing they've been blaming a, them. Yeah. Okay, so they've been see, blaming that's them the part whole time. I, I didn't get before. Yeah, and I'm it. sure that's what it is, is that they kept saying, like, oh, it's because of them. So then they start bitching. I'm like going, fuck you. We're not going down for this. Yeah, we'll, we're just going to add it there, and we're going to charge you yeah. for it. Now, now it. that you legally have to tell us, now we know what you're doing. And right. we should say we, we heard from a lot of folks this Vegas vacation that the front desks of most of the major properties at Caesars and MGM have the ability to waive, I think it was at least two nights of the resort fees up front. Yeah. Um, for those oh, wow. that ask, yeah. for those that ask, yep. And some of them are just like, yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. If, if you comp if there's an issue with your room, I can tell you, boots on the ground, yeah. it's happening, it's starting. If there's an issue with your room, and not come down and be like, what the fuck is wrong with my room? But yeah. if you're like, hey, look, respectfully, yeah, I've got a problem. I, can we do something about this? Yep. Or whatever, they will waive the resort fees. In a snap. It's like the first thing that you know how yep. it, how it, how it used to be. Do you want a comp buffet? Like that's the right. first thing that offers you now. It's, now it's do you this. want your resort? Do you want your waved. resort fee waived? Right. Yep. We heard that from huh. a lot of folks this trip. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. So it's also interesting that they, to a certain extent, 
put that on there as one of those, well, we'll just throw this away. If nobody complains, we'll make the money. But if somebody even, you know, looks cross-eyed at us, we'll go ahead and just right. wave that. That's, yeah. It's kind of bullshit, but good. Anyway, good for bookings.com. That's, that's excellent. And, and you're thank right. You. And thank you. And thank you to bookings.com. Yeah. Cause they're going to, they're really going to start putting pressure on these guys. Yep. Absolutely. If, and, and for good reason, if they're missing out on, $2.93 billion right? in commissions. Yeah. And that's exactly, I mean, not exactly, and dealing with the pissed off customers. On yes. top of it. Yeah. 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 Good for them. All right, let's move on. This is, this is really interesting to me. I I'm, I'm really fascinated by the continued discussions. The Eldorado and Caesars merger has a bit of an update. I agree with you. This is potentially the best case scenario and it looks like it's happening. It's being reported that El Dorado Resorts is nearing a deal to acquire Caesars Entertainment. Totally. Caesars rejected an offer of $10.50 per share, claiming it was too low. However, the sides continue to negotiate. In the meanwhile, El Dorado announced that they are selling three of their regional properties, the Isle Casino Capri and Lady Luck in Missouri, and the Mountaineer Racetrack in West Virginia. The sale is expected to net them $385 million once the deal closes in early 2020 and is considered another indication that the acquisition of Caesars is semantics at this point. If the acquisition is completed, no word on how long it will take Icon to acquire threatening interest in El Dorado Resorts and begin the liquidation process all over again. <laughs> El Dorado Resorts is using... El Dorado is used to dealing with Icon purchasing seven casinos from his Tropicana Entertainment for $1.85 billion in 2017. Any chance that fucking guy knew that they wanted it. Doesn't that sound like an icon kind of fucking thing? Like he knew that Eldorado, he just worked with him, like going, I'll bet these fucking guys would totally do Oh, I got fucking Caesars. I got your ass. <laughs> you know, I, I that's think that's illegal, to be honest. But <laughs> You know, one of the... the overarching things that I've gotten from you, Mark, as it relates to Icon being involved in Caesars was your belief that he was going to then start piecemeal, uh, piecemealing out the sale of the different properties and whatnot from the Caesars Entertainment Corporation. Mm -hmm. But from where you're coming from now, it sounds like he's just saying, you know what? Take all of it. Here's yeah. here's a whole kit and caboodle. Eldorado, you now own everything that's within the Caesars portfolio. Am I understanding that correctly? Is that, yeah. is that a correct well, assessment? But remember, he sold off their interest in a South African casino company. They had like 70% interest. True. A few months ago. Okay, but... So, but so he's still... There's, there's things being adjusted, but nothing that the majority of us are going to be like... Like, Illinois isn't losing their Caesars properties, you know? Like, these... These major things that most people, most people aren't going to be impacted. Well, El Dorado's plan, at least as far as we know, is to just buy the whole fucking thing and own it. Now, they may get in there and go, okay, first thing we're doing, selling you, selling you, right. selling you, and selling you. So, so the reason, I think the big reason that El Dorado would want to buy the entire thing. Oh, it's that fucking total rewards. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. It's, sorry, Caesars Rewards. Nope, Total Rewards. They'll immediately it's, switch it back. It's their database because that you have oh all the players' information. So if you buy the whole company, yes, you have all these assets, but you also have all the loyalty points you can Arguably that in. the most valuable database 
in databases outside of like fucking Google and Apple. I mean, sure. I mean, it's huge. Sure. So that's the big draw. So yes, if you buy it all in one, because that was um, the guy that was uh, owns TI that was looking at uh, one of the other. Properties. Oh, uh, Ruffin wanted. Ruffin. Yeah, uh, Ruffin wanted to buy a Caesar's property. But he would buy a property, a not... property that specifically generated X amount in revenue per year. Like, dude, you're not doing us a favor. <laughs> well. And there's no guarantee it's going to do that after the sale because after right. the sale of then one it's not property, part of that network. exactly, yep. then it separates sure. and it goes. It, you don't have the the rewards, the kickbacks, the tie-ins, anything else. That's the benefit of buying it all together. So here's the super exciting part about this, and I know Tony sees this is where it's going. Is the exciting part about El Dorado is that currently there's no reason for us to believe they have any sort of nefarious intent like icon. So if they're a company that owns these assets and they feel that they're over leveraged, they're not going to sell the shit that they're going to do things like what we were originally talking about, where you logically think, logically, if I have to get rid of things, what am I going to get rid of? And that will be fun and exciting to watch a company that a lot of us care about i mean listen i bagged on mgm maybe not a company it's a brand it's brand okay i mean i bagged on mgm i don't want this to happen to mgm no i know i don't want this to happen to caesars i don't want it to happen to win i don't i don't want any of that shit you know not from a dick like this you get a company like El Dorado that comes in like one okay no we think we can do this better we're gonna fucking do this better and we're trying to get rid of this tony's point this will be different than what icon has done in the past if he sells the whole thing off as long as you can keep him off the board of El Dorado, yeah. This is different than what he's done in the past because everything else. I mean, you just saw it. He, well, he'll, he spun he'll, off how many of the Tropicana he'll liquid, properties? He'll liquidate it in any way he can. In most cases, it tends to be pretty detrimental in in its fragmentation because right. he just sells off bits and pieces. Yeah, this this will be different than what he's done to Tony's point. Yep. But fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. Sure. Next up, there was a Meek Mill's Cosmopolitan situation. Okay, so rapper Meek, I didn't. I love that Tony's reading this because he has no idea. I what didn't this give is. this much. I didn't give this much stock until like it. It wouldn't go away. So well, there's a reason. Yeah, rapper Meek Mill accused Cosmopolitan of racism on Anst- on Instagram after he was escorted off the premises, claiming it was because his entourage of black people was too big. Cosmopolitan later apologized for the way Meek was treated and clarified that the incident originated from a rejection of entry into a private party that had reached capacity and had nothing to do with race. After the apology, lawyers for Meek Mill said they appreciated the apology and will no longer pursue legal action. Cosmopolitan also took the opportunity to clarify that they have a zero-tolerance discrimination policy. I thought that was real fucking classy then. That got... Real shady, real. Oh, it, quick. it was it was shitty right up front. because well, he got loud, oh, fast. Yes, he did. And then Cosmopolitan thought they were they were cute, and then it became racism and lawyers and. <laughs> well, I think initially Cosmo was just like, no, it's not a big deal. Yeah. We just we didn't they let were. him in. Yeah, whatever. And then it kept going, kept going, and they're like, uh oh. <laughs> um, so I, I've only tangentially followed this particular story, mainly just because I I have liked the RJ's Facebook page. So their articles amongst lots of other things that happened yeah, yeah, yeah. in Vegas. This was one of them that kept popping up. So here's my, again, just reading the headline of an article as I'm scrolling Facebook. My understanding is this uh, rapper went to the cosmopolitan, wasn't allowed in. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and his initial allegation was that it was it was it was based on race. Cosmopolitan was saying no, it has nothing to do with race. It's 100%. You wanted to be a part of a thing that we literally did not have any additional room for so I th- anybody. I think yeah. that came out later. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Initially, they just wouldn't let him in. And, and there wasn't uh, a lot of reason well, and as I, to why. And I think the smart-ass responses from Cosmopolitan was meant to be funny, and then they realized, oh, fucking shit, he's mad, and this isn't going away. And we realized the smart-ass comments we made really added fuel to the fire well, on this. And, and just to be clear, what were the alleged smart-ass comments? The same kind of smart-ass comments you get when it's like your room's ready at Cosmopolitan. Like, oh, you've been out partying all night or doing... Like, you know how they have those digital where they text you? Like, Cromwell's got it, too. Their, uh, their, their digital concierge. Like, it okay, was... But this wasn't digital. This was No, no, it fairness. wasn't. But what I'm okay. saying is the snarky comments were were borderline think, think the, yet safe. Think of, yeah, the, the image that Cosmo was trying to, you know, put out there. It's like, yo, you're crazy, dude. You know, like... Whatever. Kind of, yeah. Like, it was no big deal. And you're like, oh, he's fucking pissed. He's not just... He's not just some drunk guy that the next morning would be like, oh, he's acting like an ass. Like, no, he's seriously yeah, pissed. no, he... And there, there was a video, I think... I forget who took it. If it was like one of Meek's crew, or if I, th- it was I think some of the like, the, I think he got loud. Security got a little too aggressive. Like it was just a little bit too much from everybody. Right. But the problem is, one of those people was a company. Yeah. Well, hmm. and he, he is a, he's. I don't want to say big rapper because I don't know a lot of rappers, but yeah, the, but I recognize the name when sure, I heard it. Sure. So, uh, and the fact that he couldn't get in, and then. They gave him no other reason other than you, you've you been banned. Like, literally, when he was trying to get in, they said, no, you can't come in. Okay, but... And didn't give him a reason. You, you're going to love this analogy. This same thing has happened to famous people in Vegas all the time. Yeah. For instance, Elvis Presley was turned away from a show when he was in disguise, so no one would know that he was Elvis Presley. Well, Never said a fucking word. Never said a word. He was in disguise. There were people when Sammy people Davis when Sammy Davis Jr. came back after his eye injury, they they were turned away like fucking Rock Hudson and fucking like like super A-list names because the place was fucking packed. There's nothing they could right. do. There's and no place those to put you. people yeah. handled it with class. You know, they're like, well, I guess my disguise worked well. Or, well, I guess you're at capacity. What are you going to do? Or if, but, but, uh, well, go, go ahead, ahead, Karen. Go ahead. My only, my only caveat to those uh, situations that you're, you're, you're sharing with me, Mark, is, is that under those situations, they said, you know, Mr. Hudson, we, we'd love for you to be a part of this. But, you know, literally look around. There's right. not an empty Fair chair enough. in the, yeah. the venue. Fair yeah. enough. And if they're just being a dick and they're saying, you can't get in. There's no room for you. You well, can't get and then in. Well, they, then they, they not only said you can't get in. Then they said you're banned from the property. They did that too. They yeah. told him he was banned from the property when this whole thing happened. Not even telling him why he couldn't get in. Number one, you can't get in. And I'm sure Number same two, thing. Banned. Like the bouncers were like, you just can't. Like not explaining. I'm, it. Sure, I'm sure they it were just tired and fed just a up series and didn't give of, a shit. of miscommunications. <laughs> and by the sure. time everybody realized what was going on, it had already gone but too far. But in fairness, I love. That his his attorneys like once Cosmo was like, all right, we we messed up. We're yeah. sorry. His attorneys were like, all right, we're good. Yeah, it was super classy. Uh, that's what Which I love. Cool. That is that is cool. I'll, I'll give him that. That everybody could just like right. know, de-escalate. Hold on, say, be adults about this whole thing. Let's right. stop right. and talk about it. Very very Taylor Swift, where she's kind of like, I don't want the money. I just wanted you to get in trouble. Oh really? You had to go back to Taylor Swift. How's that not relevant? That's the, that's it the same is, thing. But uh, she's—that's Taylor Swift. That is a horror. Uh, I it's sustained. 
Mustang. Carry on. <laughs> Boyd has been approved to leave the Nevada Energy. Boyd Gaming has been approved to leave Nevada Energy to seek less expensive renewable energy options. They are the sixth company to leave since 2005, a list that includes MGM Resorts, Caesars Entertainment, and Wynn Resorts. Boyd owns 10 Las Vegas casinos, requiring an annual estimated 235,000 megawatts of energy to run. If Boyd follows through with the plan to leave, they will have to pay a $10.7 million impact fee to reduce the impact to remaining customers. Because Nevada Energy somehow thinks if you can't compete in a market you monopolize as you continue to lose customers to maintain your current revenue stream, you just redistribute the cost to existing customers. A surefire way to ensure the cycle of regression continues as they march towards obsolition. Obsolition. Damn it. Flow. I had it. Felt good. While I don't know much about how utility companies work, I'd like to refer Nevada Energy to the cable TV industry, a business model so flawed at its core that they've been unable to adequately adapt to an on-demand market, spawning multiple competitors and forcing them to face adaption or extinction, a la Blockbuster. Good luck, Nevada Energy. We look forward to mocking you. So I have a question. Go. How much is 235 megawatts? I knew you were going to fucking... You always versus, find the fucking... The, the, wait, the, the thing like, I've done a lot of research on no, this. I'm going to bet you didn't on this. No, no, no. no, no. This go, is a good go, callback. Go, go. How much is 235,000 megawatts versus 1.21 gigawatts? Oh, look at this. Wow. And then she had the patience to be like, I'm not going to ruin it. You shut up. Exactly. And then, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to deliver this. It seems this. like an easy fix. The way it... <laughs> <laughs> the way it deserves to be done. Well done, Karen. The gigawatts are bigger than megawatts, right? So it seems. So Doc, so Doc would have you believe. 1.21 gigawatts. Right? It How is. much power is 1.21 gigawatts? It will power 1.21 <laughs> times 10 with a little arrows pointing up then 9 slash 5,000. Oh, oh equals 242,000 of those houses. First of all, gigawatts <laughs> is not a measure of energy, but of power. Power is energy per second. Huh, well, look at that. <laughs> See? Tell me you don't right, learn so shit on this go, fucking Karen, show. There's what you've learned. It's awesome. It's don't get shitty with me. I was right about that. Come <laughs> no, on. No. I had a I good callback. So and great. And you both stomped on it. No so way, great. No way. To be clear, that is not Karen as in Karen. That's more like, no, listen, Karen. That was a good one. Yeah, that was. It's all on how you say it. I get it. I, I was waiting. It. I was she trying was to so say She was so patient. Like, when I'm not, I'm not fucking this up. I'm not, I'm not delivering it to you. The punchline exactly. is still preserved. I'm not exactly. throwing this away. <laughs> I will sit right here on my That's right. hoverboard and just wait. I need to hang out with more women. Because <laughs> so you guys are assholes. What? Yes, we are. <laughs> Next Friday, Alistair will be here. Are we still going to record when he's here? We could do all four of us. Or, or you guys can cut me out if, if you want to do a, a I don't a know that, Mark, can you do... I might be able to. Be we able could test. We, we could test. <laughs> Alistair's going to be here tomorrow. So we okay. can test out audio so I can see what it's like. I already told him that we were going to record regardless. Yeah. And he and I might try to do a dinner after. But okay. recording is first. It's food, it's food and wine festival. Uh, I know. I saw his weeks. fucking Twitter post. Yeah. I'm so jealous. 
I would never have have two unemployed people <laughs> lived such a higher life in Las Vegas. Never. Oh my god. I, I challenge in history. Hey, for the record, for the record, I was on a budget, and I was sticking to a very conservative budget. And then the and as soon as as soon as Alistair, because yes. I he was like, oh, if only I were there. And I'm like, I sent him a, like a, a DM. I'm like, you know, if you could, you know, find one of those cheap flights and get out here. And literally, I think it was Saturday or Sunday. He's like. All right, I'm booked it. Coming Wait, were you out, facilitating the encouragement no, of no, 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 getting no, no, him no, no. out here? No, no, no. Well, of course. Hold on. <laughs> I think we have our answer, and she didn't literally say a word. No. <laughs> so, of course, I'm going to tease him about it, because Alistair seems to find a cheap flight wow. for everything all the wow. time. Wow. I had, he was no like, I had no idea. I made one comment when I first posted about You know it takes almost no encouragement. Do you really think that he, number one, didn't already know when restaurant week was. <laughs> and number two. But now he's got a friend, no. a built-in no, eating buddy. Knew, but he already but knew. Who, who gets to go, you know what's coming up next week? I'm booking it. I, I'm fucking, I can't wait. Okay, so you realize I've started telling people he is my food husband. Yeah. I so whenever it. I go eat, I go with my food husband. Like he, when he's in town, oh no, food husband's here. I'm gone. We're yeah. going to go do stuff. So it's just not, no. When he, but. You encourage this. I agree. Because I, I, we are. Tony, I was on a budget. I was very. I picked my three lunches off strip, and they were twenty bucks each. The like the low end, and I had one nice dinner. One nice dinner that I was going to go to. And then as soon as Alistair, he told Mark first before he told me that he was coming into town. And then, I, like, I got so excited. And I told Alistair, I'm like, all right, I'm on a budget. Let me see what I can do. And before I said anything, Mark walked into the room. He said, "Do you know?" I'm like, that Alex is coming? Yes. He's like, all right, you have full reign. I'm like, yes! It was a huge, like, okay, so. And now that we have learned ways to capture effortless content, then yeah. now and I. And there was I, a caveat. Now I am more <laughs> willing to. I've always been super, super. You guys know this. Anybody who's talked to me about Patreon knows this. I'm super respectful of what that means so much to me, the support that we get. So. I take that money and I invest it right the fuck back into the show. Like every dime I think about it. And this is one of those things. So I'm like, the, the if we was, can get yeah, content, we have to get content. then I can, even, even if it doesn't work out the same way we talked about effortless content, sometimes it doesn't work out. It's the effort now that we know how to do it right. Well, or, or at least we're on our way. We're learning. We, we have a roadmap, a very clear roadmap. And, and it's, now, now it's exciting. So the long and short of that is, I have. I think I, think I already meant long. Four, five. I know. I'm trying to shorten up. I think <laughs> I have four dinners, two lunches, a few other things planned. That yeah, I'm so super excited. I can't even wait. And you'll you'll be totally jealous and hate us, but. I'm super excited for you. I am jealous, but I'm I'm also it's it's weird to be able to feel both jealousy and excitement for someone in in, in the same sort of emotion. All right. Well, listen. It's been a great episode we should probably wrap it up that's going to do it for episode number 303 thank you all for listening and downloading we really do appreciate it if you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show you can do so on the blog which is 360vegaspodcast.com get premium and exclusive content when you subscribe to our shows at patreon.com slash 360vegas and get 360vegas shirts mugs t-shirts pins all by going through the 360vegaspodcast.com website. Ooh, we got to get a 360vegas pin, Battleborn yeah. pin made. Yeah, that would be Fuck that would be awesome. Yes. There oh, you go. We should. Fuck yes, we're doing it. We got to do that. We got to do that. 
Plus, there's a whole lot of other stuff that we can put our logo on at Zazzle.com, which is Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. If you'd like to send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. And if you aren't sure how to record audio with your smartphone and email it to the show, not to worry. We do have instructions on how to do that as well. It's on the blog's main page. Tony, do you know what tomorrow is? I know that tomorrow is, uh, as we record this, uh, Saturday, June 22nd. Yeah, it's it's Karen and I's Jordan anniversary. Oh, my God. 23, 23, bitches. And we've been together a quarter of a century. Oh, it's tomorrow your anniversary. Congratulations. Related our anniversary to Jordan. Really? It's 23, Karen. You only get to do it once. Thank God. I don't I don't understand the 23 reference. His number was 23. Michael Jordan's number was 23. Yes, but tomorrow's only the 22nd. I know, but we it's, it's our, our 23rd wedding anniversary tomorrow. Right. Oh, I thought you said you've been together for a quarter of a century. That'd be 25. Oh, well, no, no, we've been together, but we've been oh, married for 23 married. years. Fair enough. Yeah. Got it. Got it, got it. Oh, look at you lawyering me. <laughs> I didn't say married, Tony. I said we were been together for That's... a quarter of a century. <laughs> If Tony can't even tell you that, what can you trust about his testimony? <laughs> oh See, in here, I thought this was like somehow going to be a sweet moment. Tied it all. <laughs> and it's not. It was. It is not. It was. It's not. Whatever. I will wear Jordans in honor of that anniversary Congratulations tomorrow. Congratulations to both of you. Uh, how, how do you intend on celebrating, if at all? Mm-hmm. We haven't figured that out yet. So normally we don't, for the record, we don't do much. Yeah. Um, I think the only time I, I had a big anniversary celebration was for our tenth, because I got my right. My yeah, ring. yeah, yeah. For the most part, we but don't other really. Than that, it, it's, we might go out to dinner, and, which is a debate, which is hard to do now that Alistair's coming into town. I'm going to all these great places <laughs> for for uh, dinner, for restaurant or restaurants for dinner. That didn't fit together <laughs> in a sense at all. I've had a couple cocktails. Yeah. Right. So so now I need to wrap it up. So, Tony, where can folks find you? I'm at 360 Vegas Tony. Karen. I'm at Karen Mark. He told you where you can find me. So, until next time. Yeah.